Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here they come again. There's a flag down at the line of scrimmage as the pass is to an open Travis Kelsey. Who flings it back over to Tony. My goodness, this is going for a touchdown. This is a, this is not a design play. Kelsey's always looks around as if he's a quarterback, and he does this, and I can't believe it. Off time, number 19, offense, lined up in the neutral zone. Wow. Five-yard penalty. Listen to that crowd. I was texting with people who were at Arrowhead Stadium, the loudest stadium in America, uh, after one of the most amazing plays I've ever seen by Taylor Swift's boyfriend, and it got called back for a stupid penalty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Leaving aside T. Swizzle's involvement in the fracas, um, yeah, that was, uh, you know, it's funny. It struck me listening to that because I, I was watching last night. Uh, that is the NFL. You realize you're an entertainment show, right? And one of the most entertaining things I've ever seen just happened, and you undid it because one dude's toes were over an imaginary line. Good thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you can't officiate the game based on my entertainment needs, but I think you see my point. <laughs> the NBA does. You know, that's a good point. It's more popular than ever. Meathead movers and the Constitution. Stay with us. It's an actual uh, discrimination case about a moving company whose image is, we have young, studly college guys move your stuff for you. 
And they're good. the government's going to bring them down. Why? You know what? It, it occurs to me, both in the NFL and in the court system, the, the judges or the commissioner ought to be endowed with the power to, de- to, to declare something effing ridiculous. <laughs> right. And in, in the case of uh, the, the, the play yesterday, the guy's toes being over the line to getting one of the coolest plays I've ever seen in my life, the commissioner would say, uh, that's effing ridiculous. <laughs> Six points! Touchdown counts! We have an effing ridiculous ruling on the field! Likewise, you get a moving company that says, yeah, we hire young college studs to move your stuff. That's age discrimination. We can't have oh, that. We're bringing you down. Age discrimination. Okay. Yes, you have to hire fat, feeble old guys <laughs> and not just young college studs. We're bringing you. Oh, wait a minute. The Supreme Court has ruled. That's effing ridiculous. Love wow. to see that. Yeah, hmm. I mean, we can get into the details, but that's the broad outline of it. Well, so, I, I got a yeah, friend. Go I got a friend who runs a moving company. Uh, started himself with just one truck. It's really quite a good story. But anyway, that's all I've ever seen working for him. He probably just doesn't say it out loud, so he gets away with it. But I've never seen any old guys <laughs> moving any furniture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we we hired one uh, moving company once that appeared to draw heavily from the Samoan American community because the movers were two Samoan brothers each of whom was the size of the very house we were emptying of our furniture. And then their third brother showed up later, and he was only slightly smaller than the other two. They were enormous human beings. What do they eat in Samoa that makes people so big and strong? Is it coconuts or mangoes or what? Yeah, I think it's mangoes. Mangoes makes you swole, man. Well, there you go. You know what? I'm going to start pitching on Fox News some sort of phony mango supplement. The Samoan Diet by Joe Getty. (laughs) Probably ought to. Anyway, uh, I came across this headline, and I thought, oh, nobody's going to want to hear this. Ever noticed how Samoans are jacked? That's not an accident. It's mangoes. <laughs> Try Joe Getty's mango method. or No, what What would it be? It's like, what's the fruits and vegetables one everybody's gobbling? I don't know. Balance of nature. Look yeah. at me. Do Balance I, of mango. Do I look like a guy who's up on the latest diet? That's a good point. Uh, so anyway, back to this Wall Street Journal story I saw. Nobody's going to like this, and, uh, and and I hesitated to bring it to you because it's such a popular narrative. But then I says to myself, I says, you know, kind of our thing is, is what's actually true. I'm trying to figure out what's actually true. Seeing through the bullcrap and the lying and the spin and the, and the rhetoric that, that doesn't serve you. And this is also incredibly important because it, it has to do with, by far, the biggest part of the federal budget. Practically the only part that matters that nobody talks about, and that's entitlement programs. And don't hit me with your, it's not an entitlement, I paid into it. You don't, the word doesn't mean what you think it does. It's fine. Nobody's judging. Entitlement is not a judgment. It says you don't have to qualify. You get it. That's all it means. But the second thing is, yeah, you paid into it, but kind of not really. And here's what they're talking about. Social Security. It's it's funny. Sometimes when you do printer view, it eliminates uh, important parts of it. The headline is, no Social Security isn't earned. Promised benefits are far in excess of lifetime payroll taxes. That's a a compelling case for reform. 
And they mentioned that both Biden and Trump have something in common. Neither wants to touch Social Security. Yeah. Which is an utterly immoral, fake job saying, I don't want to do the hard stuff. I'm going to wait till after my term, and then y'all are going to have to do the hard stuff, but I'm not going to be blamed. Maybe that's just realism. Maybe the American people won't agree to do something until the house is literally on fire, fiscally speaking. But anyway, uh, Biden said in February, they earned them, meaning Social Security stuff, uh, benefits. A month later, Mr. Trump said, quote, we're going to take care of our Social Security. People have earned that. And then anybody who talks about uh, Social Security reform or Medicare reform, which is even worse, um, is accused of trying to steal from the old. I mean, they do it because it works, politically speaking. It's by, incredibly effective. By both sides. Um, and he t- and George Bush talked about uh, change in Social Security and got killed because you're going to, uh, you know, old people are going to starve or whatever. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how many times you say, no, it's going to start for, like, the kids. It's not going to have any effect on the old people. No, but that's that's not what the other side say. No, no. I remember as a kid hearing that Social Security is the third rail of American politics. And since I grew up in the suburbs, somebody had to explain to me what third rail meant. It's the, the rail that the electric subway cars get their power from. And if you step on it, you'll be, be immediately electrocuted and dead. So stepping on Social Security or even bringing it up is like electrocuting yourself. Anyway, back to the text of the story. The numbers tell a different story. The congressional... Oh, I'm sorry. The, uh, both men have used the program as a cudgel against political opponents who have supported rating in benefits to balance the program's troubled finances. Uh, the same goes for Medicare, which the progressive group Social Security Works has described as an earned benefit. And quote, anyone who proposes cuts to this program is reaching into your pocket and stealing from you. Yet the numbers tell a different story. According, according to the Congressional Budget Office and Social Security Administration, Americans are promised Social Security and Medicare benefits substantially exceeding the taxes they'll pay over their lifetimes. In other words, the benefits are nearly earned nor paid for. I would amend that sentence and say not fully earned nor fully paid for. You know, one of the problems I have with this argument uh, before you go on is even if it were true, if the math doesn't work, you got to change it. Even if it were absolutely true, I paid into this and I'm owed it. If the math is there aren't enough workers coming up to support the number of old people, then you got to do something. You can't just stick to your guns and have the entire country collapse under its own weight. This must be the greatest, because it's the biggest, example of how people can ignore what is plainly true if it doesn't suit their ideology. Because it's almost impossible. Everybody agrees Social Security trust funds are going to be exhausted in 2032. That's less than a decade, okay? Everybody agrees with that, and benefits will have to be cut by around 25%. Whoa, that's going to hurt. Oh, yeah, my God, you, you'll be starving on Social Security. And nobody's talking about this. Both Biden and Trump are pretending that's not true and, and beating the crap out of anybody who dares say, hey, we got to do something about this. That's the state of our politics. But I, this was my favorite part. I thought it was so interesting. Social Security and Medicare were designed to be viewed as contributory social insurance programs, not welfare, even though both redistribute money significantly from rich to poor. Over years, the politicians have portrayed their 
payouts as earned benefits, of course, because we paid into the programs. That's undeniable, and I'll get to the math in a second. But the framing was no accident. Franklin D. Roosevelt said that funding Social Security with a dedicated payroll tax was, quote, politics all the way through. This is the quote. We put those payroll contributions there so as to give the contributors a legal, moral, and political right to collect their pensions. With those tax in there, no damn politician can ever scrap my Social Security program. Clever. So he, he was a genius, FDR. He was a socialist, and he ruined a lot of what made America great, but he was a genius. Okay, consider the numbers. Going to be broke in 2032, cut those benefits by 25%. Congressional Budget Office projects the average American retiring in the 2030s is promised lifetime benefits 37% above the taxes he paid over his or her career, including interest. So you paid in, but you're going to get almost 40% more than you paid in. Social Security administrators' actuaries reach similar conclusions. Disparity for Medicare is even greater there's the one think tank calculating that a middle-income couple retiring in 2035 will be eligible for lifetime Medicare benefits based on, you know, actual aerial tables and the rest of it that exceed their taxes and premiums by $644,000. So you will pay in a million, you will get 1.65 out again. Here's the flaw I have with this. Well, it's not a flaw, really. All this stuff is undeniably true. Getting back to George Bush wanting to privatize Social Security, meaning, hey, instead of paying the government, why don't you invest this stuff in a nice index fund or something like that? If you'd let people throughout their career do that, remember George Bush got murdered for it, then they probably, there wouldn't be this imbalance. The worst, stupidest, least productive use of your money you can even imagine is giving it to the government. Right. I mean, other than buying magic beans or parting with Hunter Biden, I can't imagine a worse way to invest for your future. Yeah, what would be nice is if you could opt out and then, you know, we weren't a welfare state to where if you opted out and you run out of money, well, you're on your own. That's your you you decided to take control of your Social Security, invest it on your own. If you decided to spend it all on jet skis, well, that's your problem. But we we, right. but, but we aren't like that. Right. So just, you know, the, the, the bottom line for all this is, remember, they they made it seem like you're paying in and then you're taking out proportionately, intentionally, so people would defend this program so fiercely. But it is a pyramid scheme. Young, your money is gone decades ago, friends. Young workers working now are paying your retirement benefits. I know. Anytime you call Social Security a pyramid scheme, you get beaten up by people who claim it's not, but... Sure looks like one to me. But again, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings or anything. I just I want people to know how the world actually works so you can't be duped as easily by these lying scumbags. Well, remember when the State Whatever of the Union... Whatever party they happen to be repping. Remember the State of the Union address when Kevin McCarthy and Joe Biden oh. were, were battling each other over... Don't you dare! You liar! You said I would do something about Social Security. You lie. You take that back. I mean, it was just... What? That you, was one of the most extraordinary things I've ever seen. Oh, it's yeah. horrifying. Horrifying. Yeah. Ah, oh, boy. Democracy doesn't work. Time to try something else. A doctor says these are the five Christmas toys you should never buy your children. Number one, a circular saw. <laughs> Sounds like stupid clickbait. Maybe it is. Stay tuned. Number two, a nail gun. <laughs> what? Armstrong and Gary. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. McDonald's has announced a new spinoff restaurant called Cosmics. It's exactly like regular McDonald's, except that at Cosmics, the mascot is, oh no, Cosby McDonald? (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do we got coming up? Major poll of Americans about Israel, Hamas, uh, Palestine, etc. Once again, gal dang it, the mainstream media gave me a distorted picture. I'm shocked and disappointed. I'll be interested in hearing that. Our government did vote against the ceasefire on Friday. AOC coming out today saying it's shameful that President Biden does not support a ceasefire. So, man, that is some serious splintering of the Democratic Party over there. But more on that coming up. This is stu- shame. I hate to see it. This is stupid if you want something stupid. Oh, first of all, the Golden Globe nominations are out, and uh, Barbie leads the way, followed closely by Oppenheimer. I knew Barbie was a commercial success. I didn't figure it was going to play into the awards season, but okay, maybe so. I think I've, I've heard nothing but that it's really, really good filmmaking. Yeah, could be. Uh, I mean, maybe you liked it, maybe you didn't, but it's a quality effort. And I thought Oppenheimer was quite amazing uh, in terms of uh, putting together a movie. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm an ER doctor, and you should never buy kids these five popular Christmas presents. This is the sort of thing I hate in the modern world. Never buy anything with a button battery. This was a little round, flat battery. It's too easy for a kid to choke on. Now, hardly any kids ever do. And you would be eliminating gazillions of toys over a very rare risk, but that's what the CR doctor says. Water beads, they're sold as sensory toys, but little kids can ingest them. Can? How often do they? I don't know. Water beads? Electric scooters, kids go too fast, they hit a bump, they go flying. Okay. I've seen a gazillion kids having an awful lot of fun on these kind of things. 
One of our favorite uh, Twitter accounts, Super 70 Sports, said, you want to know what the 70s like? were like? This summarizes it better than anything. It was some local kid trying to jump 10 trash cans on his bike and wiping out. It was featured on the local news, and he picked himself up. He said, I'll try again next week. <laughs> and here's everything that's wrong with America. Here's a major news publication doing an article called, This ER Doctor Says You Should Never Buy These Toys. And number one, trampolines. Number one shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. I detest trampolines, the doctor admits. Then stay away from me, you fun-suck socialist loser. Be afraid. Be very afraid. It's the message is so much a media. And, and the world. Yeah. Just, How about be brave? Be very brave. Go have fun. You're going to get some knocks and scrapes? You'll be fine. Yeah. It's just what an interesting way to look at the world. Yeah, life is knocks and scrapes. That's what life is. All your friends and family did trampolines for years and years and years, but now all of a sudden we shouldn't. Because somebody could potentially get hurt. It's been interesting to witness this societal transformation. Disgusting, discouraging, depressing, but interesting. Yeah. I want to hear these polls about people's attitudes, re-Israel, Hamas, Gaza, all that sort of stuff. To see if I'm on solid ground with what I think. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This could be over tomorrow. If Hamas got out of the way of civilians instead of hiding behind them, if it put down its weapons, if it surrendered. And what there ought to be as well is a call on on behalf of the entire world for Hamas to do just that. Uh, But... In the absence of that, Israel has to take steps not only to defend itself against the ongoing attacks from Hamas, but against uh, Hamas's stated intent to repeat October 7th again and again, if given the opportunity. I saw Secretary of State Blinken say that multiple interviews over the weekend, and I appreciate it. I hate the fact that the interviewers don't ever bring up that angle. It's all, why doesn't Israel stop doing this? What, does is- what do we need to do to stop Israel from doing this? And he kept bringing up, well, Hamas could end this today if they wanted to. 
How about they give back the hostages and quit saying they're going to do another October 7th as soon as they can? Right, right. And again, from the perspective of Israel, clip 71, Michael, please. It's very difficult to identify bodies that have been obliterated. They came to us with eyes open, with their mouths and grimaces, with their hands clenched. These women died in agony. I know that in our teams. We saw that. Meanwhile, in Gaza, clip 70. Qatar is warning the window for a ceasefire is narrowing, and the World Health Organization cautions Gaza's health care system is collapsing. Displaced people packed into smaller areas desperate for food, water, and sanitation. Diseases are said to be running rampant. Their health care system is collapsing because Hamas, a terrorist group, runs the country. Mm-hmm. Is and attacked Israel. What mm-hmm. you should point out, Secretary of State Blinken, he was pushing, he was explaining why we voted against the ceasefire resolution in the UN, which was portrayed by a lot of the mainstream media as like shocking or something. And he said they're vowing to do it again multiple times. Why would we have a ceasefire if they're saying, "Oh no, we're not ashamed of what we did. We're going to do it over and over again until somebody can stop us." Right. Right. Absolutely true. Checked in with NPR just to punish myself for the bad things I've done in my life, and uh, they had a report that was it was almost parody. It, it was nearing parody. They were talking about all of the uh, fellas who you probably saw on the news or on the internet who were stripped to their undies, having surrendered or or, or you know ha- having been rounded up by the Israeli authorities and NPR not surprisingly was fully on board with the narrative that this was intended to humiliate them it was cold out this is unbelievable this is terrible and not look you got a bunch of bunch of guys who were or could have been combatants we got to make sure they're not carrying anything it's not about humiliating it's about not getting blown up by uh you know uh, suicide vests that sort of thing but they interviewed a guy who uh, a Palestinian fellow, he's actually an American citizen and, and quite well-spoken about the misery and horror his uh, family's gone through, including all the people who've died in the Israeli uh, bombardments. And it's miserable. It is undeniably miserable. I'm and sure. And horrible and sad and heartbreaking. Uh, what's going on there? is, uh, what would be a good way to describe it? Uh, war Sucky, is, uh, un, not good Unpalatable. Uh, hell, I think. Hell, that's right. That's it. Uh, and, and as I asked last week, are we just seeing what complete loss of all-out war looks like? Yeah. And it's really hard to take. Right. I mean, I, I don't lack compassion for the, the people who, the innocent people dying in this. On the other hand, what was unspoken in this unbelievably one sided report was what's Israel supposed to do, given Hamas's repeated vows, as you've said, to continue to do this over and over again until Israel is obliterated? All that war is the only option. And I've got to admit, even I thought, you know, but we're kind of an island of that attitude. Maybe not that popular. I'm not really sure. Well, the headline, handily enough, comes out today, Wall Street Journal. Uh, 55% of those polled said they believe Israel is taking the military action needed to defend itself to prevent another attack by Hamas, compared to 25% who said Israel's military action is disproportionate and going too far. It's more than two to one. That is amazing. 
Oh, I know. I know. You would never, ever get that impression. In terms of attitudes toward the conflict, some 42% of voters say they sympathized more with the Israeli people. 42 compared with 12 who said they sympathized more with the Palestinian people. It's three and a half to one. U.S. attitudes on the conflict reflect partisan and generational divides that we'll get to in a moment or two. Uh, old Joe Biden getting crappy, crappy numbers for his response to the war. And, and I'm a little bit really? confused. Why? This might, this might be the, the fact that misleads. Um, partly because of the overwhelming number of young people who see it differently. But it's the, he's underwater 37 to 52. Disapprove to approve. I'm sorry, approve to disapprove. 37% approve, 52% disapprove. This may be one of those situations where, you know, people on the right are are pissed off because he's, he and Blinken, I mean, the bodies were still warm when Blinken was calling for a ceasefire. Yep. Back yep. on October the Absolutely. 8th. Absolutely. All right. Um, and then you got the young people. But that's where we get into um, parsing this a little bit, and it is so... Revealing, and I think it's appropriate that the Wall Street Journal touches on the heightened tensions across the country. A wave of pro-Palestinian protests has swept college campuses and major cities, resulting in counter-protests and contentious debate over free speech. Well, it's kind of about free speech, but anyway, the demonstrators, well, most demonstrators are going to be young people because older people have jobs. Um... But yeah, the the pro-Palestinian protests sweeping across college campuses are only sweeping across college campuses and, and big cities where there are lots of young people. So anyway, getting back to the numbers, uh, 42 uh, to 12, I sympathize more with Israel than the Palestinians. 42 to 12. 33% say both equally. Uh, among Democrats, it's 24-17 in favor of the Palestinians. 24-17. Among Republicans, it's 69 to 2 in favor of the Israelis. That is a divide. Yeah, I'd say. Interestingly, all those Democrats disagree with their own president and secretary of state. Mm hmm. Yeah, I would point out that 48% say I sympathize with both equally, but that is, to me, that's indicative of so much of the left. They just stake out the stance that they think makes them look enlightened. Right. They don't have time for reality. And yeah, but what about Israel has to do blah, blah. I don't know. I just don't know. I sympathize with both. So again, Republicans is 69 to 2 in favor of the Israelis. Uh, in independence, 35 to 11. If you want to know where independent America sits, I mean, that is striking. 35 to 11 with 34% say both equally. Among 18 to 34-year-olds, it's still 31-23 in favor of the Israelis. So it would appear that almost the only constituency, serious constituency, for I'm more into the Palestinians than the Israelis is, is young people. And even then, it's not very persuasive at all. So I guess it's just in the media? Yeah, where does opinion... Where is opinion... Um Six months from now, if this is still going on. Well, do you think it'll still be going on six months from now? Yeah, in one form or another, yeah. I mean, it's been going on my whole life. <laughs> well, yeah. Will, you, will we still be calling it a war six months from now? Mm, good question. Probably not. Probably not. Because no. Hamas will be a dead? 
And they'll be so decimated as to not be able to launch warfare. But who knows what Hezbollah does? But they're the gorillas. But, but how, this is this is an interesting question that I enjoy the conversation every time I hear it because it's fascinating. Who's going to run the place? Hamas is the government of that chunk of land. And if you kill them all, there's no government. So who's going to run the place? I've heard a series of ideas trying to answer that question. And those ideas have fallen under two umbrellas. One, unworkable, and two, idiotic. I haven't heard anything approaching a good idea. Well, the good ideas I've heard are unworkable. Just you, you're not going to get buy-in from the people who would have to buy in. But it's, yeah, it's a hell of a conundrum. I want to get to older Americans and their attitudes after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. Uh, speaking of evil doers, and there are absolutely evil doers in the conflict we were describing. Burglars know you buy stuff around the holidays. So according to FBI and local law enforcement data, break-ins and property thefts spike this time of year. Because not only do you have nice stuff under the tree, but people travel. This is cool with the new 24-7 Live Guard protection and the smart alarm wireless indoor camera. Those scumbags that know you're traveling and are trying to steal your stuff. Monitoring agents can actually see and speak to those intruders Helping stop crime in real time. That's a really powerful technology exclusively from Simply Safe. And because of all these things added up, Simply Safe Home Security is offering a holiday deal of up to 50% on any new system so you can stay safe this season. Super high tech, like Jack was describing, to protect you from break ins, of course, but fires, floods, whatever threat threatens your home. And that's why you customize the system for yourself. Satisfaction back, backed by Simply Safe's money back guarantee. Try it for 60 days risk free. If you don't love it, return your system for a full refund this holiday season. Go for that 50% off any new system on with a fast protect plan visit simplysafe.com slash armstrong simplysafe.com slash armstrong there's no safe like simply safe so you uh, college kids who handily enough know everything as i've described it you just walked into the lobby of adulthood and now you're lecturing all of us who have been here for decades what adulthood is like and what everything means even though adulthood is a huge and complex compound of realities but again welcome to the lobby i remember this perspective though and it is all that was true when you were young maybe 100 percent. but it's all different now that's the weird time thing you have when you're like 20 is you think everything has changed then you get older you go through several decades and realize nothing's changed so i doubt anything changed the previous decades of me being you know not on a major level on a uh on a the reality of you know work life etc right uh, young people i'm going to speak french to you now so you know i'm fancy plus ça change plus c'est la même chose the more things change the more they stay the same and that is one of the great uh, realities that you take in as you age. And there's no way to appreciate it without seeing it for yourself. I get that your professors are super persuasive and they're smart and they've got you fired up. And now you know something your stupid mom and dad don't. But I'm telling you, that's like crack. It feels great, but it's a false high. Having said that, people who've seen these cycles over and over again, those 65 plus are 53 to 6 in favor of the Israelis. 53 to 6, people of both parties. So again, the constituency for it's all about sympathizing with the Palestinians, and again, with all due respect to the horror they are enduring, 
as their government is getting decimated in a war of necessity, it's 53 to 6. Only young lefty people have the attitude that you see reflected in the media constantly. Well, I'll tell you one interesting thing. I got, uh, I think Hanson's grabbing this. It was from uh, ABC this week. They interviewed a bunch of young Muslim people in um, uh, Dearborn, Michigan, or uh, college-age kids, and they uh, they were say- actually saying out loud to the journalists, look, I hate Trump, but I think maybe he needs to win to get people's attention. So the young people are okay with Trump getting elected one more term if that sends a message to their own party that, hey, we aren't going to put up with this supporting Israel crap. Right. And I thought, if that is a commonly held belief among young people across the country, Joe Biden has zero chance of winning. Yeah, yeah. Well, and let me translate that thought for you. The only way we win is if the Republicans nominate a madman. From their perspective, Donald Trump is because they believe a lot of that rhetoric about Trump. Um, That shows you the state of the Democratic Party right now, which is why I've said, you know, Haley DeSantis, whatever, could win 46 states. But that's not the way it's going to go. So I don't want to talk the election again for a little while, but we ought to address that whole Trump admits he would be a dictator thing that went on all weekend long. Wow. That's hilarious. It is hilarious. They would play that first part of that clip from last week. I would be a dictator on day one. Trump admitting he would be a dictator. How does that play? What did you? What? It's They are so utterly dishonest. Clickbait mania. And it's, if they believe that, they're mentally ill. And it's pushing more people toward Trump. If you're on the fence, you're like, screw it. I'm voting for Trump. How do they not understand that? 100% true. God. Anyway, we got more on the way. Stay with us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The president.
president's tone, especially his early rhetoric on the death toll, sparking outrage and hurt. I have no notion that the Palestinians are telling the truth about how many people are killed. The president later privately apologized to Muslim American advocates for those remarks. That is horrifying. We talked about that when it happened a week or so ago, but that is from ABC This Week yesterday. So he said something that is unquestionably, undeniably, documentedly true. Mm -hmm. But it angered some Muslim leaders, so then he apologized for it afterwards. Which I guess is saying, I'll go back to accepting the numbers that the lying, murderous Hamas gives me and taking them at face value. What the hell? Anyway, uh, I was talking about this a few minutes ago. Here's one of the young people on their attitudes toward the Democratic Party because they're so mad at Joe Biden about this stuff. She says it's worth it to send a strong message to Democrats. Maybe Trump will win. Maybe Trump will get an office. And that's to, to open the eyes and the ears of the rest of the public to say, listen, it's going to be short-term pain for these next four years. But Democrats will not win Michigan until Democrats are ready to back Palestine. So there you go. There's young people saying we're okay with Trump winning. It's worth it to send a message to the Democratic Party. All right. Good luck with that. Hmm. Um... Different topic. Did you see that there is a new ocean forming in Africa? I missed that. The pictures are really quite stunning. I would like to travel there and see it in person. I'm going to show it to my son because he's into this sort of stuff. So there's a place in Africa, a 35-mile crack that opened up in Ethiopia in 2005 and has gotten so wide now, it's it's, it's like working on Grand Canyon size. What it is, is three tectonic plates pulling away from each other. You know how we all know how there was one big landmass and then they pulled apart and look how Africa fits in right here at South America, you know, and then they pulled apart, that sort of thing. That's going yeah. on right now with three or giant tectonic plates in Africa. And in about five to 10 million years, it will pull completely apart and there'll be an entirely new ocean there. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. So is it already filled with water, or is Not it just yet. a trench at this point? It's a big, giant trench at this point. I don't know at what point it'll start to fill with water. It's wild to think that that is going on beneath our feet, very slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait a second. Is this idiotic? It probably is, knowing me. But um, if you were to, I mean, finish like a trench to one of the existing oceans and go ahead and fill that, the trench... To make your new ocean, get that started. Would that help the local economies? <laughs> Could become a fishing village. And secondly, would that village. lower the level of all the other oceans, which everybody's so worried about with the uh, the global warming? Or do water, water levels not work like that? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think water. Presumably, the like land that. would move outward. Right. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's anything. Oh, well, wait a minute. That. No, come on now. Come on. If you drain a lake into another lake, that first lake is lower. If you create a lake and drain water from that lake into your new lake, it lower, lowers the level. So if you create a new ocean in the middle of a land mass, it'd lower it like a quarter of a millimeter around <laughs> the world around. <laughs> so we haven't gotten to the coffee shop in Oakland yet that wouldn't let a, an, a person of a Jewish descent use the bathroom? No Jews in Oakland. Well, that's interesting. No Jews allowed to use our bathroom in this coffee shop. Isn't that crazy? 
it's become infinitely clear to me for a long time, the left are way better Nazis than the neo-Nazis. The neo-Nazis couldn't organize a two-car parade. The left would have been great Nazis. Anyway, we've got audio on that. Maybe we'll get to that in hour four. If you ever miss a segment, you see we do four hours of radio every day. If you miss a segment, you should just subscribe to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.